Hello, hello, small business growth family. I hope you are doing so well. Welcome back to another episode of the most conversational business podcast out there where we sit and we chat about real things like real people and having genuine conversation around tactical business advice that so many people need to hear. I hope I am your passenger princess in your car today, your friend on your walk. Maybe you are working and I am your co-working buddy Hello and welcome. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you about imposter syndrome today. This is something that literally people ask me about all the time and in my Facebook group that if you are not in there, it's completely free just to chat with everybody. People are talking about it really often. So I thought it was a great way to make a podcast episode. If you are new here, hello, welcome. My name is Madison Page and I am a business growth specialist helping you turn your small business into into a brand so you can stand out and sell out using a community focused framework. So it's a mouthful, but we do do all of those things. So today we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, if you do not know, is defined as the psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. All right, how many of you feel like that is a little bit of like a knife to the chest? Like you're like, it's like that old sound on Instagram where it was like the shink and then you're like pulling out the knife. Yeah, I hear you. And I think pretty much every single business owner out there has twinges and days and moments of imposter syndrome of like, what the heck am I doing? How am I able to even be doing this? I should not be allowed to be doing this. Like what is going on? Why would anybody buy from me? What if I really go all in on this and then nobody cares, nobody buys, and then I have to admit defeat as a fraud and a failure in life. And I think a lot of us feel that way. So today I want to unpack my like nine steps of overcoming imposter syndrome on days that I feel like I have imposter syndrome. Some of them are like actual tactical things when it pops up and some of them are just reminders and things to do over time. And then after we go over those steps, I want to, I ha I've asked a question in my Facebook group, which click in the show notes if you're not in there. Um, and we were just chatting about what their certain imposter syndrome looks like. So I'm going to pick up like four examples from there and we're just going to unpack it and chat as if you said that. And I want to kind of unravel what everybody's individual imposter syndrome kind of is. Now there are five different types of imposter syndrome. That's for a whole nother episode, but we have the perfectionist. We have like a whole bunch of different types where we don't actually believe in ourselves. We believe in ourselves so much that if we can like that, it's never good enough, like all of the things. Okay. And we all feel those. So I'm going to dive right into the steps again, remembering that imposter syndrome really is us feeling like we doubt our own skills, our own talents, our own accomplishments. Okay. We have a great sales day. Okay. Right away. How can we do better tomorrow? All right. You don't ever just sit and bask in the celebrations of your accomplishments because it's still not where you want it to be. How many of us do that? I know I still do that. I have days of imposter syndrome. Beyonce has days of imposter syndrome. Everybody out there no matter what, Elon Musk still has days that he's like, what is going on? How am I doing this? And people out there, it is so, so common to have this. So step one, let's talk about it. 
step one of nine of overcoming imposter syndrome is recognizing that everyone does have it and being able to recognize it in yourself. Recognize the feelings when they pop up like just like me, like a lot of times my imposter syndrome comes up in the middle of a launch, in the middle of a launch when I had high expectations for myself and I have like a lull in the middle of the launch. And then I feel like, okay, what's going on? Like, why, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing all these things? Like nobody loves, like nobody wants to work with me. I'm not like, I can't do these things. Who am I to teach people? And then I sit back and I'm like, Maddie, I already have eight women inside of this program. If I could just change eight women's lives, that is enough for me. Okay. So we have to recognize when that pops up, recognize when it is those limiting beliefs popping up in our own minds. A lot of times it's either during a launch. Sometimes it's when I'm laying in bed at night and I start overthinking my entire life. And I'm like, am I doing, am I, do I even like this? Am I good enough at this? How am I doing these things? And we're going to talk about how I overcome that and how I prove myself stinking wrong because all of us are we deserve what we want in our life. We deserve every big goal that we have. No goal is too large for us, okay? No goal is too big for anybody, only if you aren't willing to work for it and really put that time and effort into it. So step one of overcoming imposter syndrome really is just recognizing that everybody does have it and recognizing when you feel it in yourself. Recognize, oh, there's that little that little guy. They say to do this with anxiety. They say to do this with all of it. So they like name it as something. Name it as, okay, here's my imposter syndrome. It's here today. How are we doing? Like, it's okay. Number two is we are looking for facts behind these feelings. So when you're having the feeling of, oh my gosh, I didn't get anything done today. I literally only checked three of the 15 things that I had on my list off of my list today. How dare I? Why am I even doing this? I'm not even worthy. I wasn't productive enough to even watch a Netflix show tonight. I need to keep working. When that pops up, now let's look. Okay, we recognize it. We see it. Number two, find facts behind those feelings. Do you actually feel like you didn't get anything done today? Or was your list not comprehensive to what you actually got done? Did you do laundry? Did you rest? Rest is productive. Did you take some time for yourself? Were you able to have a phone call with somebody you haven't talked to in a while? And yes, it might've disrupted your day and disrupted your plan and your calendar, but was that still something that you were able to do that was kind of still something that was important to you? Absolutely. We try to find if there are facts behind these feelings. Is, is there actually fact that we are not worthy to have this business? No, because what qualifies us as worthy to run a business? That is no, no skill, no level of sales coming in, no community size that allows you to discount your own worth in order to run this business. So we have to search for, are there facts behind the feelings that are coming up right now? When we are overthinking and we're feeling down, search for facts behind those feelings. Because a lot of times there really aren't any. When we feel like we didn't get enough done or when we feel like we aren't worthy of doing it or when we feel like things aren't working out for us in the way that we really want them to work, are those, are those actual facts of the feeling that we're having? Identifying the feeling and seeing if there are actual facts behind it. And then step number three is to constantly be keeping evidence 
against your normal imposter syndrome. So something that I do really often is you see me screenshot a lot of my results that my clients get and post them on my Instagram stories. I do that and I keep them all in a notes file on my phone. And I, re I recommend you do this too. I would encourage you to start screenshotting when you get a message from somebody that really warms your heart. Maybe it's an email. Maybe it's like a really cool business opportunity. Maybe it is, I don't even know. Maybe it is a review that you love. Maybe somebody's loving what you have or a story that somebody bought your product to give this gift to somebody. And it's really, really cool. Screenshot it and save it into a folder in your phone so you can have actual evidence saved up for when you start to feel down on yourself or when you feel like giving up on your business, when you feel like it's not worth it anymore, you can pull up this album on your phone and scroll through all of these things that you have either done or things of people that love what you have to do and it shows the purpose behind what it is that you're doing. So we can recognize when it pops up, we can say there are no facts behind these feelings and then we can prove it to ourselves with the evidence that we have kept that obviously these feelings have no fact, okay? And you can say that to yourself. There is no fact behind these feelings, Maddie. Let's move on, okay? And then the next step is recognizing that perfect doesn't exist. Recognizing that everything is imperfect. You could sit and worry about how much you got done not being perfect. You could worry about your graphics not being perfect. You could worry about your products not being good enough, about your marketing not being good enough, but perfect doesn't exist. And so we are constantly moving towards becoming better. It's not, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just is better. And honestly, done is better than perfect 99% of the time. Now, there are certain things that maybe we're like, no, 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 no. I want this to be so, so good that it is like 99.999% perfect, but there will always be something that we feel like we can change. So we have to be able to recognize that perfect doesn't exist. And when what we are doing is good enough to get it out there, especially on the imperfect, in the, in the perfectionist side of imposter syndrome, remembering that perfect doesn't exist. And then we need to identify where we are actually keeping our thoughts small, thinking of these imposter syndrome and where we are saying it out loud to people and reaffirming this narrative in our mind that we have this little rinky dink small business and we aren't even worthy to be bigger because we can't even make a couple of sales right now. You need to remove that imposter language from your vocabulary. When you're in the holidays are a perfect place to start doing this because how many of you have Uncle Steve that come up to you and you're like, oh, are you still making those crappy little things? And they like nudge you on the arm. And you're like, no, it's not crappy. It makes me so happy. And I think it's pretty dang cool. And here are some things. Honestly, I bet, I bet you there are few people in my life, my good friends, that really know everything about my business, what I do, a lot of the accomplishments that I have. Very few people even know that. We're to the point where the people come onto my profile and they're like, wait, Maddie, why, why, how do I not know this about you? And, but when people say those things, I say that because I, I'm not somebody that goes around and just like gloats about how amazing my business is, even though I absolutely love it. But when I have somebody 
that says something to me that I feel like is bringing my business down where they're like, oh, like, where's this little, what are you like? So like, are you, how's business? Are you like, whatever, you got all that stuff figured out by now? Or like, do you got a backup plan? All of those things. I say, you know what? I absolutely love what I do every single day. And that's enough for me. Or honestly, I love it. And you know what? If you say that to somebody and they say something negative back to you, Honestly, they do not they do not matter in your life. You cannot take that opinion seriously because either A, they are projecting their own insecurities on you, or B, it is just like they cannot be excited enough for you to even truly matter in your day-to-day to live rent-free in your mind. We need to figure out where we are perpetuating that narrative of our business being small, of it being a side business, of this little side hustle that we're not really doing anything with, or, oh, I'm just selling these things on Etsy. It's no big deal. No, 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 no. Today is the last day that you are going to bring yourself down and not absolutely own how awesome what you're doing actually is. Because no matter if you have made one sale, zero sales, 50 sales or 50,000 sales, you have people that have given you their hard earned money and are ready to pay you for what you have created because it is so stinking cool. So we need to remove that imposter language and we need to stand up for ourselves. And when people are using that imposter syndrome language towards us, when people are doing this, let me tell you a real story. And when I tell you this person used to be my best friend, she used to be, but there is a reason that there is a used to be. She was my freshman year college roommate. And you know what? She probably didn't mean anything by this comment, but it's a great example. She told me in college when I was working towards building the business that I have now and the life that I have now, she said, (laughs) and it, it makes me laugh at this point because of how off color it is. She said, Maddie, do you have any plans? Do you have a plan B when your business fails? Word for word, one of my greatest friends, past tense, has said that to me. And it's because my response to that was honestly, no. I don't have a plan B because there is no plan B. Plan B is me trying a different way, is me investing with somebody to figure it out, is me figuring something like making a new plan, pulling an audible and being like, all right, let's figure this out. How can we do this? Something isn't working. Let's figure it out. And I knew I was going to be able to do that. And so it's trusting in yourself. It's standing up for yourself and being proud of what you have created because As we get down this list, you will see that how you overcome imposter syndrome is prove it to yourself that you're worthy and the actions you will take will start to become that as well. So number one, recognize that everybody has imposter syndrome and that when it pops up for you, you need to be able to be like, oh, here comes my little imposter syndrome buddy today. Number two is immediately try to find facts behind those feelings. Find like card, like cold, hard facts behind those feelings. You very rarely can. And if you're like, yeah, well, Maddie, I'm not worthy because I'm not making sales. Why does that have to do with any of your worthiness? That doesn't make you worthy or not worthy to have a business if you're not making sales. That just means that your strategy is not working for you, which can always be changed. We need to separate our own personal feelings about ourselves from our business. Our business results do not reflect who we are because everybody can have the same business results. It's just how much strategy you know. 
That's really what it comes down to. How hard are you able to work and how much do you know in order for you to get there? That is point blank how it is. It has nothing to do with your worthiness as a person. Number three, keep evidence against it. Literally like stockhold, stockhold, stockpile, stockpile. I'm terrible with phrases, stockpile evidence against it. Like have those screenshots, have the days that you had awesome sales days, have the DMs saved up. Recognize that perfect doesn't exist and it is okay to put something out there that you don't feel like is absolutely perfect because the other people on the other end don't know what you're trying to create. And as long as it is out there, and it is high quality, it doesn't have to be of the utmost highest quality. Next step, removing that imposter language from your own vocabulary and from other people's vocabulary. I have said to people, I, that, is not, this, that is not commentary that I would like to have about my business right now. That is not something that I need to hear. I have said that to people and I am not confrontational by any means, but I am confrontational when it comes to them putting down something that I have put my time and effort and love and care and soul into, and they clearly just don't know about it. The next step is identify where your limiting beliefs are holding you back. Where is this imposter syndrome holding you back from actually getting to that next step? Because a lot of times, if we can overcome this imposter syndrome, we can get to that next step of our business because that is what is actually holding us back from seeing major changes. It's what's holding us back from reaching out to the big influencer or to the big podcast that we want to go on or the business that we really want to get in there because our social isn't ready yet. Our products aren't good enough yet. I don't have a big enough community yet. They don't care. Where those feelings pop up is your imposter syndrome. And those feelings are what is preventing you from taking the big leap. I will invest in Maddie's business coaching when I start making more money because that is when I will be worthy and ready enough to invest in it. Those feelings are not fact. Just because you feel like you need to get to a certain achievement in order for you to take the next step to reach out to that influencer or that business or me or whoever that might be for you to expand your business and do the big things and really go all in on the reels or really go to this, like really apply for this big trade show that you've always wanted to go to. Your imposter syndrome is holding you back from the big things that allow you to get to that next step because those things really are what gets you there. Are the little steps awesome? Yes. Is every post you put out there hopefully getting you to that next step just a little bit closer? Sure. But your imposter syndrome is holding you back from the big things that you are so excited about and that you can't wait for because but you are waiting because you need to find this, this accomplishment that you have put on yourself before you can put that, you can go there. That is not what you should be doing. And it's really hard to feel that way, but there are things all of the time. I have had clients that are under a thousand followers on Instagram and they have had Kelly Clarkson, Carrie Underwood, Zoe Deschanel, um, all like huge A-list celebrities represent their product. Huge influencers with over a million followers represent their product. You do not need to wait until you have 10,000 followers on Instagram to reach out to people. Do you think any business out there waited any successful business out there waited until they got to X, Y, and Z point before doing that. 
Do you think that that is really how people are taking leaps and bounds into their business by taking baby steps until they get there and then they can start taking that, that big action? Big action causes big changes. And so if you are taking small actions, it causes small changes, okay? So then you have to identify where it's holding you back. And your number six is, or seven, take one step that you feel you aren't worthy of right now. In order for you to overcome it, you need to start proving to yourself that you can do it. You need to start proving to yourself that, okay, this is a big decision. This is a big thing for me to do. I'm really excited about it. It's high risk. All right. It is high risk in for me to reach out to this influencer, even though it's not worst they can say is no, no one's dying. If the influencer just ghosts you. Okay. That's literally worst case scenario is that they ghost you and you never hear back and you keep following up and you keep following up and you keep following up until you feel annoying because some of my biggest business things have come after literally the eighth follow-up, the fifth follow-up, the 12th follow-up, because you do need to stay persistent because when you're taking big action, these people are busy and they're doing bigger things and it might take a little bit more of a follow-up to get in. However, you need to take those steps, believe in yourself so you can prove it to yourself that your imposter syndrome is wrong. Take one step today that you feel like you aren't worthy of yet, whether that is reaching out to somebody, posting something that's kind of off color, that's not really normal for you that you've been waiting to post, reaching out to a mentor, reaching out to an influencer, doing the dang thing, buy the course, do the thing that you have been like, I am going to do that big thing that I'm really excited about once I can get sales. Because that example right there is that I will wait until I start making more sales in order to do X, Y, and Z is never going to make you get more sales unless you start to make those changes. A lot of times that thing that you are waiting on until you get to that accomplishment is what is going to give, get you to that accomplishment. That thing that you were waiting on, it takes jumps. It takes courage to run a business, to grow a business because all of these people have taken major risks. People that are successful will tell you that it comes with risk and it comes with doing things that you are literally poop your pants afraid of. Okay. I have done that. My last investment that I made in my business, poop my pants afraid of, gave my credit card number. And I was like, Oh my God, what the heck am I doing? And it has absolutely shaped up to be one of the best investments I have ever made. Honestly, so close to my actual college degree because she has really shaped and she gets it and she understands where I am. And I was so afraid of that. And there are still nights that I lay there and I'm like, am I worthy to make this investment? What was I doing? And then I can look and be like, no, look at how much my sales have increased in the last eight weeks. Look at how much my audience absolutely loves what I'm doing and how it's resonating and how it's all working. Identify that there is no fact behind those feelings because it is a compound effect. Take one step that you feel you aren't worthy of today or this week. Make that your goal. Something that you have been pushing off because you are not. And honestly, this is in everything. Those people are waiting to buy the pair of jeans that they absolutely love and they are so excited about until they lose the weight after trying and trying and trying to lose the weight for however many months or years. And they're waiting to do it even though they know that they would still feel so good rocking them right now. It is the same 
principle is that if you buy the pants now and you feel good about yourself now, even if you aren't your goal weight, you will get out there and love who you are even more that you will want to work harder to lose that weight. You will want to stick to it more. You will feel so confident on your day-to-day that it is worth it to buy those pair of pants now and it is worth it to buy those pair of pants when you do lose the weight because you felt so confident rocking those pants before you actually lost the weight. You are worthy of taking that step right now, today, right as you are, as you are listening to this podcast, you are worthy to take that big step. Now, step number eight is it's okay to seek help when you don't know what to do. A lot of times imposter syndrome comes when we don't feel like we know what our next step is because we have so many things to do, we've been trying and we feel defeated. When that pops up, when those defeated feelings, those unmotivated feelings, those disappointed feelings pop up, it's so easy in business to take it personally because it is our baby. We do put all of our time and effort and a lot of times it's just us doing it. So anything that's not working, it's meaning what I am doing is not working. So it's easy to take that as a personal attack. There is nothing wrong to seek help when you don't know what to do. A lot of times, again, imposter syndrome comes from not knowing what your next step is, feeling discouraged, feeling like you have no idea what your next step is, how to even fix it, and you've been trying and trying and trying. Imposter syndrome comes from frustration. Frustration. I feel like I said that weird. Imposter syndrome comes from frustration because we're so frustrated with ourselves that we start attacking ourselves from it. It's okay to seek help from a friend, from a mentor, from anybody out there that might know exactly what you need to do. And again, this is in everything. It's in personal life. It's in personal worthiness. It's in our own relationships. How many of us, when you meet somebody, you're like, oh my God, I don't even feel worthy enough to be friends with this person. This person is so cool. Like, why would they like me? Oh my gosh, how many people feel that way? I know a lot of people do. It's the same principle. It's okay to seek help when you don't know what your next step is. And that can be a therapist. It can be a mentor. It can be a friend. It can be your mom. It can be your partner, whoever that might be. Find somebody that their opinion really matters to you and that their opinion, it, they're doing something that, that you already want to be doing and that you feel like you can really seek refuge in what they can tell you to do. And last but not least, being proud of your accomplishments does not make you arrogant or cocky or any of those things. Being humble means being proud of what you're doing. There is so much power in when you see an accomplishment, you celebrate it in some way. There is so much power in actually allowing yourself to feel it, to feel a compliment, to feel an accomplishment, to feel those act, those reviews that you're getting and allow yourself to really feel those things and lean into them and be like, dang, I actually did do that. And that is really cool. And I'm really happy about it. And it's, and it, there is anybody out there, if you are sharing your happiness and when they say something and they're like, Hey, how's business actually tell them how business is. Don't just be like, Oh yeah, it's good. Like I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. I got a couple of sales. Be like, no, like I, last week, this person bought my thing for this person. And it was really, really cool to see that I am making those things come true underneath the Christmas tree this year. Being proud is humility. It really is. You can share your accomplishments with yourself. You can share them with others. 
You are allowed to celebrate those things. I listen to a song every single time I sign a client into one of my one-on-one containers, whether that's product to profit, whether that's one-on-one, whether that's any, I list, there's a song that I listen to. I actually have a playlist on Spotify that I listen to it over and over and over again. And I'll shuffle it, whatever song comes up, it makes me so proud. And honestly, last year, those songs were my top listened to songs because it was something that I sat and I was like, no, I am going to take this accomplishment and really sit in it. Every single client that we sign is an accomplishment, is a life that we are changing, is a life that we are making more free and more like sustainable and that they can actually enjoy their business, moving them closer to it. And it's okay to celebrate those things. It's okay to celebrate a day where you have a ton of sales. It's okay to celebrate a business uh, collaboration that you got big or small. You can celebrate your wins because those are proving to yourself that your imposter syndrome is wrong. Number one, recognize when your imposter syndrome comes up. Number two, realize that there is no fact behind the feeling that you have, that you are not worthy or that your skills are not there in order to do this. No one that minds is going to matter and nobody that matter is going to mind, okay? Keep evidence against it. Keep so much evidence against what the narrative you are telling yourself. Recognize that perfect will never exist in a perfectionist's mind. There is nothing out there that is perfect, but there is something out there that is high quality and good enough. Number five, remove imposter syndrome language from your own vocabulary and from the vocabulary of others towards you. Now that can be so hard, but it is very worth it because again, you are proving to yourself that your goals and your dreams and your passions are worthy of you standing up for identify where these things are holding you back. Identify the the areas that you, the big things that you are not doing because of this narrative in your mind. Take one step that you feel like you are not worthy of doing this week, this week. And I want you to send me a DM on Instagram at this is Madison page and be like, Maddie, I listened to that episode. This is what I'm doing. I want you to go into that Facebook group and post in the Facebook group. If you haven't listened to this episode today, you need to listen to it. This is what I am doing for this challenge that she has given. I want you to do that in the Facebook group, click the link in the show notes and do it. Join if you aren't in there and put in there what your one thing is that you are doing this week. Let's make this a community challenge because I know the holiday can be such a time of imposter syndrome because a there is so much you have a lot of family time and family can be hard when you own businesses as well as there's a lot of people out there that their sales have not lived up to their expectations of what they wanted it to live up to so it's really easy to have that right now so i want you to prove it to yourself this week post what you're doing in the facebook group send me the dm what you're doing i will respond personally to you let's hold each other accountable number seven It's okay to seek help when you don't know what to do next. It's okay to look at that next step. What the heck am I going to do? How am I going to do it? And talk to somebody, ask, reach out. That doesn't mean that you are a failure if you are asking for help. It does not mean that your skills are not good enough to do what you really want to do. Because again, 
Owning a business comes down to how hard you are willing to work and how much knowledge you actually have in what it takes to grow a business. Growing a business is science. It is scientifically proven. If there was out there of like how to lose weight, losing weight is a science. There are so many things that are a science. And when you don't know how to do it and when you're doing trial and error, it can be so hard to figure it out. It's okay to seek help when you don't know because it is going to take a very long time to do the trial and error and try to figure it all out on your own. It is okay to seek help. It's a fast track to you overcoming your goals that you have. And last but not least, it is okay to celebrate your accomplishments, big or small, even if it isn't the big goal that you could not wait to hit and you are so excited of, even if you fall short of something, even though maybe you got 50% of your goal, you still got that 50%. It is okay to be proud of what you're doing. Being proud is humble. Is It is okay for you to talk about your accomplishments with people. All of those things are okay to do. So those are my nine steps to overcoming imposter syndrome. And again, I am not perfect. I still feel imposter syndrome day in and day out some days and they come and go, but it's all in how much energy we actually allow ourselves to put towards it. The days that I actually let myself ruminate on it and really actually be like, yep, this is my truth. Those are the days that are going to be worse. The days that I'm like, oh, realizing it, here's my my evidence that I have up. Let me push through that and prove it to myself and do the things that might be scary. Everything in business is scary. It really is. There are so There's so much pushing through fear every single day that you're doing it. Every day you put your face online, every day that you are pushing and reaching out to somebody new, there's every day those things happen. And you always have to ask yourself, what is the worst case scenario? And if the worst case scenario is that you feel a little bit disappointed or that you might've made a fool of yourself, then that's not that big of a deal. Nobody's getting hurt. It's just picking up our ego from the ground every once in a while and being like, it's all right, we're working on it and hitting them with a follow-up and hitting them with a follow-up until it just works. So I'm going to pull up my Facebook group post and start kind of chatting about people's personal kind of feelings around imposter syndrome. And let's kind of break them down a little bit and how I feel so you can kind of see what other people in this community really feel as well. And then we can kind of talk about it. And so first things first, the first one is just not getting things done, wanting to stay balled up in a blanket all day long. And I think a lot of us, I think the winter really does this to a lot of people, especially if you live like in the Midwest or somewhere that it is like dark all the time and you don't see the sun in like, what's that song in, I think it's Kid Rock in three damn days. Like we, I haven't seen the sun in weeks. Okay. And so we all want to stay balled up in this little blanket and we don't really feel like we are getting enough done in our day to day. So what I have to say here is first of all, what narrative are we telling ourselves that we have to get done in a day? What expectations are we putting on ourselves that these are the huge things that we need to get done in a day? And where can we set little goals to actually incrementally get closer to it. And whether that be, how can we make ourselves feel better? Maybe that is, we buy ourselves one of those big jumbo snuggy like ponchos that we can sit in a blanket and do our work. Maybe that we have to push through that feeling every once in a while. But when you are burnt out, 
If you are burnt out and feeling uninspired, you either A, have to rest to get through that burnout, or B, you have to find something to reignite your fire, find something to re-inspire you. And by not getting enough done in your day does not impact your actual worthiness as a person. You just have to find what works for you. That We have all had times where we are either crazy busy or we don't feel like doing things or that we are feeling discouraged or our personal lives is blending into our, our business life and something in our personal life is just making us not want to work for it. We have to identify what our body actually needs, whether that's something to reignite the fire or whether that is actually just rest or if that means that we just need to push through this because we are telling ourselves that we don't want to do these things. What is our own narrative? And the next one is if I can do it and accomplish it, then I no longer find it impressive, which I find hilarious because I feel this all the time. And I think that this is something that is not talked about enough is that we're like, okay, this is really cool. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. And then we get there and we're like, oh, we got there. All right. That's not that impressive. And then you're like, if I'm able to do it, anybody can do it. And so we have to, that goes back to number nine is being proud of what we're doing. And it's okay to celebrate what we're doing and humility and really sitting in our accomplishments and looking at what process we had to do to get there, what process and what's all the steps that we had to take in order to actually get to feeling and get to being this way, get to get to that accomplishment. And realizing that people out there would die for the accomplishment that you just received. And this can be with anything, whether that is you, you made 10 sales that day. Maybe you made one sale that day. Maybe you made five sales that day. There is always somebody behind you that is striving for what you just accomplished. Celebrate it. If not for yourself, celebrate it for them. Celebrate it for the person that cannot wait to get to where you are and really soak in how awesome it is that you just did it. And if you are really feeling like if you can do it, then it's no longer impressive. Then you have to look at what you find your own self-worth to be. What do you feel like? Like, no, I, I actually did that. And that was actually really cool. And the next one is just, I am not good enough. And the never ending comparison game right now, if you have somebody that pops up in your mind that you are comparing yourself to, whether it's somebody in your industry or another business owner or somebody out there that makes you feel like absolute crap. Every time you see their Instagram story, I want you to go and mute their profile right now. Something that somebody that you are constantly comparing yourself to that like other girl mentality of she can do it. Why can't I? She's making all of these sales. Why can't I? You need to like literally push that to the side, mute it, shut it off. That goes back to removing the imposter syndrome language in your life. If that is how you are constantly feeling when consuming information from somebody else, mute them, unfollow them, block them, whatever you need to do. So you don't constantly re-put that language in your mind every single time. I think that I'm not good enough feeling is so common. It is so common with so many people and I am not good enough is just you feeling that you are not worthy of receiving more. This goes back to remembering 
that it is okay to reach out when you don't feel like you know what you're doing. A lot of times imposter syndrome comes from why we don't feel like we're good enough is because we can't accomplish the things that we're trying to accomplish. We can't, we can't figure it out. We were trying and trying and trying and we're so frustrated that it's not working for us. And why is that not working for us? Then we have to figure out why it's not working for us. And you either have to continue that cycle of trial and error or reach out to somebody and realize that it is, there is nothing wrong with asking for help. The next one is that no matter how much I learn, practice, improve, I will always be subpar at what I do. And this is something that is ingrained in so many of us that we have to constantly be achieving and going and going and going. And no matter how much I have, it's never actually good enough. And that is our own belief that we have that we need to continue to achieve and get better and better and better all the time that we will, are still subpar at everything that we're doing. This is a very similar one to what I was just saying is a comparison because what what is subpar? Your subpar is totally arbitrary compared to somebody else's subpar. Your subpar is totally different from mine. Your subpar is totally different from what your parents might be. We all have those beliefs that we were ingrained in as a child and we always want to achieve and achieve and achieve and achieve because a lot of times that's where we get recognition. But when we are doing those things that it will always be subpar and we're doing them and we don't want to actually be proud of them and own them and do them, we are putting our own expectations on where we are in our own mind. Sometimes we have to take that one giant step to really feel like you are worthy to, of every goal that you have to really prove it to yourself that you can actually do it. Last but not least, people saying that people will see through me to see that I'm not actually good at what I do. So that is just an internal belief of you having a fear of judgment or a fear of what other people will think. And again, those that mind don't matter and those that matter don't mind. That is also keeping that imposter syndrome language in our mind that we are small, that we're doing this small little thing. And if people, if people see it, then it's, if I actually own it and go all in and then I fail, then that's a representation on me. But the people that never push through fear, the people that never actually just take it and own it and really go into it without even a plan B as if it's going to fail are the ones that really see those big things. Because even if I keep trying and keep trying and keep trying and something is not working does not mean that I have failed. It means that I'm consistently learning and going through it and trying to get to that next step. Remember, those that matter don't mind and those that mind don't matter. The people that are actually meant to be in your life and are supportive are going to be the people that they don't care where you're at in your journey. And people that do and that are saying that terrible language to you that's just playing rent-free in your brain, then we need to remove that language. Hey, you know what? I don't really want to talk about my business to you because you don't really make me feel good when I talk about it. And that's okay to say to somebody. It can be so uncomfortable. I have said that to some of my closest family and friends because they just sometimes they just don't get it. 
Sometimes it's just not commentary that they even know is rude and I don't want to hear it because I think my business is pretty damn cool and I am changing people's lives and I am doing these things and you can really own that feeling too. You can really own that if you just allow yourself to feel it and to prove it to yourself and to take the steps that your imposter syndrome is telling you that you should not take. We all have limiting beliefs. Every single one of us. There is not a single individual human out there, whether you are Kendall Jenner or you are Beyonce or you are whoever else it may be out there. You might be the smartest man alive, still has imposter syndrome, limiting beliefs, insecurities. None of us are perfect. And anybody out there that's trying to tell you that push these beliefs on you, push these narratives on you are probably hurting more than what you even know. So realizing that if you are putting all of this on yourself because of language you're receiving, language you are telling yourself is you need to focus on proving yourself wrong, sharing the evidence that you have, screenshotting the evidence that you have, taking steps that that you don't feel worthy of right now to prove to yourself that you are worthy of taking those jumps. Again, I challenge you to do one of those this week. I want you to go into my Facebook group for this podcast and post what your thing is this week. I want you to do that. Go in there and do it. And we'll all hype you up. We'll all hold you accountable. And we'll all get excited about these things for you together. You can ask questions around it. You can seek out help when you don't know what to do next. Do that challenge this week. I want to know what it is. Come hang out with me on Instagram at this is Madison Page. Come into my DMs. My DMs are always open for us to have an actual conversation about this, of how you're feeling, what you really lean into, and where you feel like this is popping up for you right now. Let's do that. Let's chat about it. My my DMs are pitch free unless you ask for details. So don't feel like I am just going to bombard you with a sales pitch. I'm just going to chat with you. I'm here to just connect and get to know you and your journey as well. My Instagram is at this is Madison page. Please share this episode with somebody that you feel like really needs to hear it. Your friend that's out there. That's always comparing themselves. That's always feeling like what they're doing is not enough. That's always out there feeling like their imposter syndrome is crippling and they're not doing the things that they actually could be doing because of it, whether they have a business or whether they're in life, send them this podcast. Cause it is a 45 minute pep talk of why you can do anything you set your mind to. If you enjoyed it, screenshot it, put it on your Instagram story, tag me in it so I can reshare and see that you are loving it. And I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. This podcast has been so requested in this community for so long. So save it, save it to a playlist if you're on Spotify so you can go back and revisit it when your imposter syndrome comes up, write down these nine steps and repeat it to yourself. Write down the one-liners that you really hit home on in this episode, whether that's people that mind don't matter and people that matter don't mind, or whether that is it is okay to celebrate your achievements, or you need to remove imposter language from your, your vocabulary and other people's vocabulary, honestly. 
I hope this was so helpful for you. I hope that you were able to really connect to it and feel really good about it. Come hang out with me on Instagram. Again, my DMs are always open for just having conversation with you. I hope you have the most wonderful day. Save this episode, share it, put it on your Instagram story, rate the podcast five stars. That literally helps me so, so, so much. So if you found this helpful, please do that today and post your one step that you are going to take today so you can prove it to yourself that you are worthy of taking huge steps in your business.